0: But creating that content to get clients' eyes on you could be just as easy as sharing a story of whether it is working with a client, whether it is having a conversation with a colleague, and then asking a question and opening up that conversation. Because if people see, I'll I'll use the metaphor of, I could be on the top of my roof with a megaphone giving my own take on things and using my own voice, but how often am I shaking hands with people and listening to them as well? So it is about opening up and asking that conversation.
1: Welcome to Coaches and Mentors Unwrapped, the show that brings you remarkable insights and practical steps to help you in becoming the best version of yourself. We're your hosts, Roz and Mike. We both didn't have it easy growing up, Through our story, we've made it our life mission to ensure every young individual will have the opportunity that we didn't have. This would be achieved through offering you unrivaled access to mentors and coaches and the opportunity to help you uncover how they impact our lives. Our vision is to have a world whereby we can all help shape each other's lives through shared experiences and carefully applied tools and systems that has been tried and trusted. Morning, good evening. And in fact, good afternoon to all our listeners and welcome to another episode of Coaches and Mentors Unwrapped podcast. Today, I will be riding solo. I don't have my co-host or my wife with me today. However, we still have an amazing guest with us by the name of Diana Rosso. And I'm going to ask Diana to introduce herself very shortly. Today's topic is an interesting one and... I will launch into the topic once Deanna introduces herself. So Deanna, welcome to Coaches and Mentors and Rap Podcast.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. So a little bit about me. Um, I am in the USA. I am in Ohio. And I am the mom of three. And the reason probably why I was invited to be a guest is I myself am a coach. I work with people to do the right Thing on LinkedIn. And basically, what that means is don't be too salesy. Don't be um, the person that everyone doesn't like to hear from. Just try to build genuine relationships. And I basically took my experience and turned it into my business.
1: Thank you for that rather um, compelling introduction. Really appreciate it. Uh, I'll launch straight in and the majority of our listeners, I'm sure, knows about LinkedIn, they use LinkedIn, but are they using it the correct way? So today's topic, for the sake of all our listeners, is all around effectively using LinkedIn uh, the right way and making sure that, you know, everything you do on LinkedIn does does give you results. And the results that, of course, are aligned to either your personal or your business objectives. So you've been doing this for, for quite some time, uh, Diana. What made you focus your expertise uh, specifically around or on LinkedIn?
0: Well, I started on LinkedIn in 2008, and back then I created a profile and like a lot of people treated it more like an online resume. Um, It was just a place to put my experiences. When I changed jobs, I'd update my LinkedIn, but that changed 10 years later, in 2018, I took a sales role and they wanted me to use LinkedIn as the primary way to bring in new business. And what I very quickly realized was that I was doing it the wrong way for 10 years um, because it really is an outstanding networking platform and a professional business platform. And I was basically just using it as an online resume. So what I did was I started to spend more time on it. I started to build relationships with people and um, what I quickly determined was that the DMs to strangers selling my services or selling my company was not the right way to go. So I created my own strategy and it was working. And I realized that my following grew uh, dramatically and it was only hindsight that I noticed it. And when I left that company, I decided that I wanted to help other people learn the right way to do LinkedIn.
1: No, that's absolutely um quite revealing, actually. Um, and I know, I mean, I've I've been on LinkedIn for you know coming up to, fif- probably fifteen years or so. Uh, I've seen a change over the years. Um, what what have you seen over the last five, you know, three to five years in terms of the changes on LinkedIn? I've noticed a few things, for example, the the stories and and a few other things. Um, but what have you noticed uh, as as the key changes on LinkedIn?
0: I've noticed that it is less of a place to go to just congratulate people on promotions and wish happy birthdays and more of a place to really have good conversations. Um, people are posting things about themselves more. People are doing less quotes there. You're seeing less press releases and LinkedIn has a great humanization factor that really allows you to get to know people. Um, And you mentioned LinkedIn stories and it's going away. It's going away. They're um, getting rid of stories and it was not, it wasn't even that old, but they're going to be replacing it with something else. But it's a big mystery as far as what is it's going to be replaced by. Um, But it's, it's interesting to see that they're they've decided to stop one thing and then roll out um, a new feature.
1: Interesting. So just kind of double clicking, uh, I guess, asking you to expand on a point you made earlier around um, I've seen, you know, recently LinkedIn being used as a platform to post, you know, personal stories right, or personal, you know, things about their personal life, which I actually don't mind. I, I think it's, it's different, right? It gets people to, to, to know who you are behind the, the the profile. And also it gets people to really understand your story. What are your thoughts on that, right? As a, as a LinkedIn expert, what are your thoughts on the personal um, po- posts that, that are taking place on, on LinkedIn these days?
0: Well, just think of it as if you were at a networking event and you got stuck in traffic, really bad traffic would that be one of the first things that you open up conversations with is like oh did you did you were you in that traffic you're personalizing it instead of coming out right away with a sales pitch so it's just having conversations with people and it's the types of things that you would have conversations about in person face to face whether it is at work or whether it's at a networking event or wherever it is it's just having really good conversations. So people are just being more open and honest with what's going on in their world. And then it's relatable to a lot of people.
1: Interesting, interesting. So um, I, I can see the, the evolution of LinkedIn probably incorporating a lot of all the other social media features or functions at some point. Um, tell us a bit more about, Kind of what you say, what we say, you say the the benefits of LinkedIn are, you know, we, we talked about you know it being effective for uh, personal brands, effective for business brands, but would you maybe give us from your experience working with you know your clients, what are some of the benefits of using LinkedIn as a platform, differentiating that to the likes of you know Instagram or you know these days TikTok and 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 the likes?
0: It all depends on the individual's goals um and really once once we set those goals out at the beginning then we customize what we do together using my my triangle approach, the profile, the engagement, and the content to reach those goals. And honestly, I've worked with people that were job seekers. They're looking for their next opportunity. I've worked with sales professionals where they know that the ideal clients are there. It is just a matter of opening up those conversations. And I've worked with business owners where – they know, again, that LinkedIn is a possibility, but how do I reach those people that I know need my services? I know need my products. So it's about, it's about working together to reach those goals. And honestly, LinkedIn is is a different social media platform than Instagram, than Facebook, then TikTok. And I have experience using that algorithm and I know what works on this platform and what doesn't. So it is about creating that good strategy to reach those goals while using LinkedIn and knowing how to do it effectively on LinkedIn.
1: Now, well said. And that's actually a nice segue into, uh, you know, your your triangle strategy, right? Uh, I'd love for you to explain to our listeners, Uh, it sounds quite simplistic, Uh, you know, give us a bit more kind of color around your triangle strategy.
0: Absolutely. So we start out with the profile because everyone has a profile and that is the one place for people to really get to know you. Um, And what is the point of trying to have those conversations on the platform or trying to put out good content if your profile is not up this enough yet. So it's basically like that foundational piece. We start there and then we work on engagement. And I actually am nicknaming it visibility as well, because it's about becoming more visible on the platform. It's about getting more people to see you, and it is about being strategic with who you want to be seen by and where your where your audience is where your people are and that's where we start having those conversations and that we work on that visibility and then the content really gives your own voice. You can have conversations with people in the comments, for example, of a post. But if you don't have a voice, then it doesn't, the triangle won't work. So you need to have your own voice and give your own perspective on whether it's your business or what, whatever it is. It is about um, having stories with people, creating those stories, and then um, creating those conversations. And,
1: and you're on. Got it. I, I just wanted to take you back to a point you made earlier around um, when you first started out in sales. You talked about DMs, uh, you know, direct messaging. For for, for the listeners that that are, you know aren't the acronym um, proficient, perhaps um, uh, keen to understand. I mean, I'm in sales. I, I use LinkedIn as a platform. In fact, I've got the LinkedIn Sales Navigator, which I use, you know, often. Um, but what I sh- tend to find salespeople struggling with is maybe perhaps not, not treating as much relevant content, but, but even beyond that, how can you get your target audience, your target market to really engage, right? Cause there's one thing posting the content, but how do you get them to interact and really get them to, you know, feel that you understand the challenges and, and what you do can really be a benefit to them. What is, What is that kind of tipping point or or, or, do you know what I mean? I'm just keen for you to help us understand that.
0: Yeah. So first of all, sales navigator is a really great tool in your toolbox. But what I tell my clients is let's work on the foundational pieces first so that everything is aligned, and then you use Sales Navigator as an additional additional tool. So um, that's where I feel Sales Navigator fits. Right after we work on the foundational pieces, people and listening to them as well. So, it is about opening up and asking that conversation. And I actually did it in a post today. I wrote a post about what to post on LinkedIn. and then i I asked the question, did you do you have a post that you felt that was relatable to people? It was all about telling a story and the brilliance of storytelling to communicate your point. And it's opened it's opened up conversations about about being a storyteller. It's really important.
1: Yeah, and that kind of just takes me to that you know good old saying of you know people would forget what you said to them, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. Stories Mm -hmm. makes people you tap into the emotions of people. So I guess that's you know you can replicate it across you know LinkedIn as well uh, and across your personal and your business brand branding um, strategies. Um, Thank you for that. So uh, you agree your your LinkedIn platform by twenty five times building a successful LinkedIn brand. Can you? Let us in, lead us into how you did that. I mean, without sh- well, she sh- sharing your, your secret sauce, uh, keen to understand a bit more about the process and the methodology that you adopted.
0: Yeah. So, the reason why I teach the strategy I do is because it worked for me, it worked for me personally. And a big part of that is consistency. I started creating videos on LinkedIn and it was almost three years ago at a time where just a lot of people were not creating the videos. So I was in a very small percentage. And that being said, if you're thinking about creating content on LinkedIn, you will be in that small percentage still because there's 774 million people on LinkedIn, but only 3% are actually creating that content. It's a very small piece of the pie. So that's where you can get your voice out and not as many people are doing it. Um, But going back to my experience, it's consistency, it's creating those videos. And when I tied the two in, it was on a consistent schedule. People knew that they were going to see me show up in content every Tuesday and every Friday, for example. And I kept that up. For over a year. And on the days that I wasn't creating content, I was having conversations with people and their own content so that they would turn around and and see a little bit about what I'm doing on those other days. So you don't have to post content seven days a week, but the visibility goes into having those conversations with people on the days that you aren't necessarily posting.
1: No, that 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 was actually quite revealing so obviously it's again it goes back to that whole you know saying of out of sight out of mind you use the word visibility a lot uh which i quite liked and i also like the fact that you you know you you, you explained it's not all about posting all the time you know you can actually comment on other people's post and still be visible right um right. so i guess you'll become a subject matter expert by also sharing your perspectives on, on other people's posts, which, which I quite like. Um, and then he talks about the consistency. So that I think, I think that's, that's where some of us struggle, right? It's the consistency, making sure that you're doing it and you're doing it at set times without failure. Right? right. Um, so it's just getting into the cadence of doing things.
0: Absolutely. Th- th- thank and you for that. Yeah. Yeah. So testing goes, Um, side by side with that consistency. Because you could be consistently posting every morning at 10 a.m., for example. But if you find by testing and posting maybe at three o'clock in the afternoon that you're reaching a whole new audience and you uptick a little bit, that's the brilliance of testing to see where your audience is. You can test out different times of the day to see where where people are resonating for example i posted this morning and i posted in the afternoon a couple days ago and it's a difference and i'm finding it that maybe my audience is more there in the afternoons than they are in the morning so it's all a matter of just testing it out to see what what clicks
1: correct the other thing i I guess i love you you talked about the video piece Uh, videos taking off i mean in terms of you know what i do uh, within my industry we've seen a, a a huge uptake in video right and it's here to stay i mean look at tiktok and look at the, look at the likes uh, where do you see video playing a big part for businesses i mean is it is it is it what do you think it's going to overtake uh, kind of hard copy content or digital content perhaps if that makes sense
0: I think the video allows people to um, humanize a little bit and that you're not reading so much text and you're actually seeing there's a real person there. So that is one of the pros. And also when you turn the captions on, you're allowing people even with the sound off to to be part of it Um, with LinkedIn. The They changed a little bit about the way the video plays in the feed, so you have to be on there for at least three to five seconds for it to count as a view, as opposed to the text posts where you can, if if you're in someone's feed, it counts as a view, so that's a little bit differently, but I will say that. If um, you're thinking about doing video, it is highly recommended because of the visual component. It allows you, I'll go back to the visibility. You can be visible in a text post. You can be visible in a video. But what is going to create um, someone stopping that scroll? It is about getting their attention. So that's, that's where video comes in.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Final, a couple of final questions before we wrap up. So uh, in terms of your prediction with LinkedIn, where do you see it evolving to from an innovation standpoint over the next three to five years?
0: I think the sky's the limit. I feel like the, one of the best things that has come out of the worldwide pandemic is the fact that people are coming to LinkedIn and realizing that they had a profile and let's do something with this platform. And there's a lot of amazing people here. So I feel like it can only go up from here. And um, the platform itself is going to be rolling out initiatives to keep people here, too. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see where it all plays out. Honestly, at 774 million people now, it could very well reach a billion within the next couple of years. So it's, it's pretty Awesome.
1: It's exciting. It's exciting times. Mm -hmm. Uh, How can our listeners expand their knowledge on LinkedIn? Are there any books that you recommend? Do you have any books yourself? Uh, Please, please, please share some, some tools and resources with us.
0: Absolutely. So there's a couple of authors who I consider friends on LinkedIn. The first one is Andy Foote. He's wrote a really good and easy to read book about LinkedIn and John Asperian as well is another really good one. And John's book centers more on the content um, piece of it. So I know that there's a lot of people thinking about creating content. I recommend John's John's book is really great for that.
1: Brilliant. Uh, We will post um, links to, to these um, authors uh, in, in our show notes. And the final question uh, I'm sure some of our listeners would want to connect with you, if not all of them. Uh, how do they follow you? How do they connect with you? Uh, if you can just share some handles, which we will put in our show notes.
0: You got it. So just search for me on LinkedIn, Deanna Russo, D-E-A-N-N-A-R-U-S-S-O. I am not the actress, also known as Deanna <laughs> Russo. So if you right. Google her, you'll find her first. But right. My goal eventually is to overcome the actress.
1: Absolutely. Deanna Absolutely.
0: Russo. And then there is a company, a website called Leverage Up. LLC.com. So those are the two great places to get to know me. And if you want to send me an email, it's Deanna at LeverageUpLLC.com. But feel free to follow me and connect with me on LinkedIn. And I just love sharing the knowledge and love sharing the tidbits that I picked up along the way. And like you said, just humanizing it a little bit too.
1: Uh, Thank you so much. Again, you know, there's so many takeaways from from today's session. Uh, Be consistent you know, uh, build your profile, make sure you get good engagement, make sure you're creating content videos here to stay, uh, and so are the stories. So again, you know, I'll, I'll do a nice, uh, wrap, wrap up, uh, and, and a summary for, for, for our listeners. Once again, Diana, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we look forward to hopefully inviting you to maybe perhaps, uh, expand on some of the things you talked about, you know, in the near future.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Thank you to all our listeners uh, it's been another great episode uh, remember inch by inch you form a stitch and yard by yard it gets harder and you know increments daily can can improve your life dramatically at the end of the year so guys keep listening keep investing and let's let's keep growing thank you so much for all the links to the resources discussed on this episode click the details link next to the podcast any questions or topics you'd like to discuss mentoring and coaching requirements kindly drop us an email support at cm unwrapped.com thanks for listening until next time remember inch by inch you form a stitch and one percent improvement daily can help you become 37 times better in a year that's absolutely staggering let's go get this guys